Good morning. My name is Jessica Shea, and I will be reading scripture today. Our scripture passage comes from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verses 10 to 14, and I'll be reading out of the Common English Bible translation. God has revealed these things to us through the Spirit. The Spirit searches everything, including the depths of God. Who knows a person's depths except their own spirit that lives in them? In the same way, no one has known the depths of God except God's Spirit. We haven't received the world's Spirit, but God's Spirit, so that we can know the things given to us by God. These are the things we are talking about, not with words taught by human wisdom, but with words taught by the Spirit. We are interpreting spiritual things to spiritual people, but people who are unspiritual don't accept the things from God's Spirit. They are foolishness to them and can't be understood but they can only be comprehended in a spiritual way. Let me pray for us. God, we confess that um, a lot of times we rely on our own human wisdom and our um, own understanding. And God, I just pray that um, as we um, begin this new year and as we listen to your word being preached, I pray that we would be open to your spirit and to your wisdom and to the things of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. My name is Uriel. I'm one of the pastors here at Renew Church, and I'll be preaching today. So, so exciting. It's been a little while since I have been able and blessed to be here with you guys today. I will be uh, focusing on the spirit, which is really exciting for me because I read into that um, passage uh, in Corinthians. I was like, how's gonna? I was like thinking, how's this gonna go? Like, what would be the title? And you know, all the process of how you do your study a little bit. Um, so I was looking uh, to see who has done, who has preached in Corinthians. And usually uh, what, what I find, it was about the wisdom of God, which makes sense because it's a lot of, you know, uh, displaying a lot of the wisdom and how God, uh, with the Holy Spirit, how that relates to, to it. So I was like, that's really interesting because... Um, Usually they start from verse 6 to 16. Um, but what catch my eye on what I, what I was feeling uh, is actually the first verse, uh, and I will read it. When I come to you, brothers and sisters, I do not come preaching God's secret to you like I was I'll, like, like I was an expert in speech of wisdom, I have made up my mind not to think about anything while I was with you, except Jesus Christ, and to preach Him as crucified. Uh, that I was like, okay, now. They read that, like, what does that mean? Right? It's like, 
Okay, so now I was like, who's Paul? And why he's saying that? Like, I come to you, like, not in a preachy way, not in a teaching way, but more like, I come, I want to come to your spirit. I want to leave the knowledge, and I want to speak to your spirit. So I was like, what does that mean? Paul is theologian, a theologian, right? He was really good. He was, he studied. I believe he went since he started, since he was 13, I believe, and the Bible mentioned something um, about when he started. Uh, so he started the law from the Jews, and he was really good at it. And, and these times, we can even say that he was kind of like a lawyer, right? So he had a really good speech. He did know how to express himself, how to argue, how to make his point valid, that you can't argue. Um, so it was really interesting to me that person who knows for years and years and years how to get a scripture, teach structure, and then speak it. Comes and say, I come to you not in a teaching way, but in a spiritual way, because I want to talk to you. I don't want to teach, or I, wanna, I don't want to, to tell you what to do. Um, so I was reading more and more and more, and and here's 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 what this person Paul is saying. I stood in front of you with weakness, fear, and a lot of shaking, shaking. My message and my preaching were not present with convincing wise words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and power. So, to me, it was like, how a person who learned and who study to speak to a crowd, come here and say, <laughs> I stood in front of you with weakness and fear. The difference that I see in this is when you come with an open heart led by the Holy Spirit, you always have a fear. And I realized, why is that? Like I was asking myself, and I wanted to realize, why is that? And I can't, I couldn't come up with an answer, and I couldn't find like, no, like a really nice way to say it. But looking in my life, those moments when they come 
is because I'm, I'm not in control. I am not in control. So I fear that I don't know what's going to happen. I have a feeling that I need to do this, and I usually do it in a way that I'm used to. But when the Spirit is leading, it's not about me. It's not about when I feel comfortable to do something, but it's more about when God is telling you and He's wanting you to do something. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to me because, like, how many times we have felt that way? I have felt that way. Many. Many, many, many times. Because to me, that is a maybe a conflict between yourself that you think, like, I'm scared for them. It is not good to do it. I shouldn't do it because I'm not comfortable. I should find something that is comfortable and it's easy for me to do. But when it comes to the spirit, it's the opposite. Because when you put yourself in the spirit, you feel fear. You're not uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. You're not in control. In those moments when you when you feel that when you put yourself and like an open heart is when the spirit works the best. Because we can even go and, and I, was, I was like thinking and just researching more. Like how many times the people has done that in the Bible? And I just went back to my notes when I have preached before. And I remember about, I wrote and I was reading it. And I wrote what I read. What I was reading while I was, you know, preaching back then, and it was about the shelter, uh, and I was think I was speaking about uh, Jonah. So that got like kind of like a connection for me to the spirit, because I was like, wait, it kind of makes sense because he was he was fleeing from God, right? And he was he was going out of his way because he didn't want to do something. He he felt uncomfortable. He was he was you know he had fear about going to preach there, and and he was like I don't want to do it. Um, so it was really interesting to me that that was like hmm okay so it, it, that makes sense you know like yeah so going through more here. Um, Paul is saying that he wants to come, speak, uh, preach, but not in the way that he maybe used to do it. But in that, in this, uh, this time, he wanted to come with the Spirit, not with his own knowledge. And that's when we see like a lot of like the wisdom God, uh, uh, how God gives that. And it is... The wisdom of God, it is something that we can, we can reach, we can have, but not because we're smart or how much we read. Mm -hmm. The connection between 
what we can understand and what God give us is the Spirit. So when I was like going, I was like, I was going, going, going. I was like, you know what? I want to talk a little bit more about Paul because he's an interesting person. He has a lot to say. He was like, and I was going, I, I was, I was going to focus more on Paul. Um, but then why would I, uh, my first title was, uh, uh, I, I title it uh, Knowing the Holy Spirit. But my first time was uh, I like, uh, what was that? I even forgot. <laughs> um, I have it in my notes here. Um, resisting this, the Holy Spirit. But when I say, how can we resist something that we don't understand? And while I was going through that, uh, I was sharing uh, how the sermon was going to go. And after I share, uh, it was a question. Somebody asked me, like, are you sure you want to have the same title? And I, think about it. I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I don't think I, I knew. I think, I think it should be uh, knowing the Holy Spirit because how can we run away from it, from something that we don't know. Might be because of fear, might be because you, know, you, you could. But my point here is like, when we know the Holy Spirit, we tend to run away from Him. Because again, we feel that we're not in control. Um, so I was reading more and uh, through that passage and I wanted to focus on uh, verse 10 who says um, God has revealed those things to us through the Holy Spirit the Spirit searched everything including the depths of God So here we even we even can look into this and say the spirit, the Holy Spirit, even searched through the depths of God. So knowing that, I was thinking, how that works for us, because we have everybody has the Spirit of God. We might try to run away from it, but how can we do that when that spirit lives on us? Who knows your thoughts besides you? The spirit of God. Because right here, if it's saying that the spirit knows even the death of God, I think that will apply the same for us. Um, this past few years has been really hard, right? We wear masks, it's all about COVID, and things go up and down. Um, 
And I have seen people talking about the Holy Spirit. But not on the Spirit, but talking about the Spirit. Because when somebody comes and say, I don't need to wear a mask, I don't believe in COVID, even if it's real, I am protected by the blood of Jesus. That's fine. Right? So it's like, how can we think that way? You're, you, you want to rely on the Spirit to suit your needs. But when it comes to what the Spirit is telling you, you don't want to listen. Because even Paul is saying that he's coming here with he wants to, to preach, but in a spiritual way, not with his own mind, with his own knowledge. But we use the spirit as an scapegoat because we say, this is going to happen. I believe in Jesus. I know I have the spirit and nothing can happen to me. But why is it that we don't do the opposite? I want to know the Spirit, and everything can happen to me. But, but I believe in the Spirit, so I know I'm going to be fine. I don't usually hear that. And I, I'm going to say this with, um, you know, with all due respect. But how can we, I haven't heard a Christian saying, I would like to get COVID. And I'm not saying you should because it's, <laughs> it's not good. But saying, not, not knowing public black, you know, if I get it, I will be fine. Not because I, I feel that I'm not going to die or I'm going to be able to say, see, I got COVID. No, but in, in a sense that you know whether you are, you are connected to the Spirit, whatever happens, whether you're fine or you unfortunately pass away, the Holy Spirit is in you and He will be with you, whatever happens. Because, again, we use the Holy Spirit to get away with things. We fear death. We fear failure. We fear a lot of things. When we're good, we're feeling good. Do we rely on the Holy Spirit when we feel good? Or we just rely on that feeling? Um, I, I do think the Holy Spirit is an awesome thing that comes uh, to us and speaks to us in a different way. But the Holy Spirit won't contradict itself, whether it's in you or in me. And, you know, 
coming to church, I grew up, I'm a PK, grew up in church. So you always say, brother, sister, brother, and sister. What, what does that mean? Are we actually like blood brothers, but no? Or no, we made a pack because now we're part of a congregation or what does that mean? And I think we become one through the Holy Spirit. It's not about a denomination. It's not about church belief. It's not about how you, how you feel comfortable in, in the church. Because maybe you should feel comfortable. Maybe you shouldn't feel comfortable in the church. Because I believe in growth, there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of stepping downs and other hardship through that conflict you become an adult and a grown up now I know I'm not going to do this I'm going to do this and I made a mistake it was bad I'm not going to do that again so we can see our normal day to day life as a growing time The Holy Spirit works the same way. Our day-to-day life, He can show us through that because He understands who we are. When when He understands who we are, He's going to talk to us in a way that we will get it. I, I study this in a different way, not like I usually do. When uh, I, was, I have preached before in English, more than in Spanish. So in my mind, I just started prepping everything in English, like when I started. So it was like a habit, right? This time I did my preparations in Spanish, and then I did some in English, but more. Uh, the bass, it was in Spanish. And it felt different to me. Not because I couldn't understand it, but because it felt more me. Yes. And I was reading in English and I was reading in Spanish, and I was like, it is the same thing. But when I read in Spanish, it kind of gets a little bit more. Maybe because it's my mother language, my tongue language. Maybe, maybe it's because of that. So it was quite interesting to me while I was doing it. I was like, okay, this is, this is actually, it is different. And actually somebody uh, suggested that. Like maybe next time you preach, you should do it in Spanish. And I was like, maybe I should. Maybe I I should. Um, so I was really glad I did that. Um, having the Holy Spirit leading, it was, it is, and it always going to be a really interesting way to live, because you can do day to day, day to day life, and you can still be led by the Holy Spirit. 
in so many ways that we don't even know that it's there. Sometimes we think that we're not connected to God because the things that we have done in the past, maybe I haven't prayed enough this week, maybe, maybe, maybe. So we just create, create a weight on, ours, on us that we tend to kind of push that holiness aside because we're not, we're not that great of a Christians, right? So I just go to church, I just sit down, maybe listen to a sermon, maybe, you, you know, just tight, so I'm, I'm good. It's not, it's not about us coming to church or uh, donating, tithing. It's not about that. It's about your connection with the Holy Spirit. How do you connect with the Holy Spirit is how you know the Holy Spirit in you. If you don't know somebody that you're really interested to meet, you will ask questions to that person. You, when you introduce yourself to someone, you will say, Hi, my name is Uriel. How are you? What do you do? Oh, that's great. Oh, I like that. Introduction to somebody. But when we're talking about the Holy Spirit, have you introduced yourself to the Holy Spirit? And it is quite difficult, honestly, to, to focus on the Holy Spirit because it is big. You cannot see it. You cannot comprehend. But you can feel it. And like I said, it works different for everybody because your spirit knows you best, so he will match your perspective. But when we come together, it was like, Oh, that, what you're talking about, I felt the same way, but maybe this way, but it means the same thing. Because we're connected to the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to... Sure, um, when we know the Holy Spirit, when we know how powerful it is, but we confuse things because knowing, and that's, that's what I mentioned earlier, like about that the mass and people asking and saying, like, you know, I will be protected. What is it that that means for them? Um, and we can see that not all people, even if they have the Spirit, understand the Spirit. And verse 10, God has revealed those things to us through the Spirit. The Spirit searches everything, including God's death, who knows a person's death except their own Spirit that lives in them. In the same way, no one has known the depths of God except God, Spirit. We do not receive the word 
the world's spirit, but God's spirit, so that we can know the things given to us by God. Reading through that, we, God has given us gifts. We can see, like, Paul was playing. That's a gift. Not everybody can play. If you sing, that's a gift. People in the AV doing all that, that's a gift. But how we can use those gifts the way that the Spirit wants us to use it, not the, 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 in a way that we think. Like, I don't know how many musicians here, like, you know what, I'm really good playing, maybe I should go and, and play somewhere for money for, for, for this, or you know, create something out of it, create a lifestyle out of this. But how do you get that gift that God has given you, talk to the Spirit and say, I'm going to live a life in a spiritual way, led by God. We can only do that through the Spirit, because that's how we are connected to God, and that's how we see over here that... uh, those things the the those the things that give it, were given to us by God. It is amazing to me to see how we change when we have a personal relationship with somebody. It could be a love relationship. It could be a family relationship, a friendship. How we change through those relationships? Did you grow? Did you change something about yourself? Did you like? There's many things we can we can mention. When we know, when we have a relationship, knowing the person, knowing. Who that who he is, who she is, we change. It could be a good change and it could be a bad change. So the example that I was gonna give is um, I believe it was like uh, like six years ago, a good friend of mine passed away. Uh, so we had a lot of people uh uh, coming to the house because I was living uh, in their house. They had a big house, so I was renting there. Uh, so the the friends from church that were coming, and it just happens that my sh- the washing machine broke down, and I used to fix them. So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a look." So I open it up, and I was looking at it, uh, and I find the problem. The water pump was broke, like crack, kind of in half. So like, 
yeah, that's normal. It's been, you know, so many years that it happens. So this person passed by. And, you know, she really trying to share everybody because, you know, the, the, the space, that everything. And, and she comes and she's like, oh, what's wrong? It's like, oh, it just, it's, you know, it was not working. So I open it up and uh, actually I find a problem uh, that the pump is not good. We just need to replace it. And she was like, by the blood of Jesus, we believe that he will take care of it. And, 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 uh, and I was like, wait a minute. I, do you hear what I'm saying? And she was keep going and going. She was doing a, a small prayer over the pump. And I was, can, can, you, can you ask to bring me the specific pump because... <laughs> Uh, it is broken, and it is physical broken. It is not a spiritual broken. And she just looked at me, and she walked away. And I was like, huh. So that interaction always stayed with me. Because sometimes we, like, see there is a brokenness and we want to fix that using the Holy Spirit. But we're not using the Holy Spirit. We're using the name of the Holy Spirit saying, the Holy Spirit will fix you. The Holy Spirit will heal you. The Holy Spirit will do this. The Holy Spirit will protect me. You're talking about something that you don't understand. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying you should go learn, get a book. No. What I'm saying is you should have a relation with the Spirit of God. So He can teach you. He can talk to you. You can hear Him better. That person appointed me for the whole time she was there after that. But yeah, it's fine. While I was looking through that uh, scripture, uh, I was looking to different, you know, the Bibles, the birds, and the versions. Uh, one of the versions, it, it says about the natural man. And it was really interesting because uh, the unspirit man, it does not upset. I accept what the Spirit says because he does, does not comprehend the Spirit. And that was really interesting to me because that shows me that everybody has got spirits. And we know that everybody can feel it. But can everybody understand what that means? If I'm here preaching, giving, giving a speech, giving, giving that, it would not mean anything to you if you're not, if you don't know the Spirit. And even I can come and I can say, the Greek word say this, and, and the, the theologian, and, and all those things, and that will, that will sound really nice, like Paul would have done it, because he was knowledgeable. Um, but why did he came and say, brothers, I want to 
come here not giving a sermon on my own thoughts, but more spiritual one. Knowledge is good. Studying is good. He was really prepared. He, if, if you will, if he was here and I go talk to him, he will give me all the answers that I need about the Bible, about the law, everything. But here comes and saying he's afraid, he's vulnerable, he he just doesn't know. When when we are led by the Spirit of God, it is not about us. It's not about what we know. It's not about how much we have grown, how much we have suffered, how much we have gained. And it's not about this is the Scripture. This is how I grow up following the Scripture. You should do the same because, look, I am a good place right now. I mean, I am healthy, uh, I am financially stable, because God blessed me because I follow this. It is not about following that, it's about reading the scripture, asking God, knowing the spirit, so you know what you're going through. Because I went through something good, something hard, you probably have been in the same place. You probably feel like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. God has given me all. Now I'm going to use that. Has he? We always think that knowledge is something attainable by school, by books. And that's human knowledge, which is mostly true. I always, I always want to like tell those smart people, really like, hey, why don't you don't just get that knowledge and ask the Holy Spirit how do you use it? Because when you do that, you're gonna feel afraid. vulnerable. How would you like to do that? Or when would you like to do that? They would say there is no need because I know. I'm telling you right now. It is hard for somebody who has been stuck their entire life in a book, knowing, searching facts to know the spirit because they can feel it but they don't know it. And if I ask the Holy Spirit, they will probably tell me about what it is and all that. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about their personal experience. It'll be great because that way if they, they, they do, um, we can learn so much more. Led by the Spirit. When we are led by the Spirit and we have knowledge, we can speak better, we can argue better, we can make our point 
in a good way. But more importantly, it would be led by him, which means there will not be your emotions, it will be the spirit leading. How many times we feel, I don't want to talk to this person, but I feel something. I will go and say something. You say something, you walk away, and that means so much to that person because you talk to the Spirit. You didn't even know what that meant, you just went and did it. How amazing will it be for us to be living a life led by the Holy Spirit every day. Everything you do will be on Him. You have your plans. You have your things. But say, hey, I have this. I will do it. Just in case something comes out, just let me know because I'm Ah, uh, yeah. We don't want to because we want to do the things that we feel comfortable and good about doing. Our our day-to-day life things, going to work, going to kids. Going, we don't want that. Like, no, I'm too busy. I have kids. No, I'm I'm doing this. I have, I have too many things. I cannot. The Holy Spirit is is no. That's wrong. Because the Holy Spirit works in you, is in you, works in you. So you don't have to spend nothing except have an open heart to hear it. When you go and study, you have to spend time going to school, reading, uh, researching, studying, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. The Holy Spirit teaches you in a different way that you don't have to spend time like that. It's on your time while you're having breakfast, while you're sleeping. So how easy that is to have the Holy Spirit be leading your life. But at the same time, it's so difficult. And of course, there's things that I wanted to focus. There are some things that I wanted to emphasize. But at the same time, I don't want to focus on that. I want to encourage to more like, let's hear what Paul is saying. And just sit on that. Just the first. Just the first when it says, when I come to you, brothers and sisters, I do not come preaching God's secret to you like I was ex- expert in speech or wisdom. I had made my mind not to think about anything while I was with you except Jesus Christ and to preach him as crucified. 
I stood in front of you with weakness, fear, and a lot of shaking. Let's just take that and just ask the Holy Spirit what that means on our life. Whatever you do, whatever work you do, why don't we just do that? But let the Holy Spirit lead it. Whatever it is, let the Holy Spirit lead it. Because when the Holy Spirit leads it, it is better. In how many ways? I don't know. That's for you to find out. Maybe it could be a stressful day and you can be just chilling. I am good. Now because it's not stressful, because I know it's okay. But what I, what I wanted to emphasize, it is not about how much we know. It's not about how good a sermon it is or how bad it is. But more how through that, the Holy Spirit is leading. Because often we focus on a big preacher, a big sermon. I'm going to go to a church that it fits me, that I felt that this preacher talks to me in a way that I understand, in a way that, yeah, yeah, I feel comfortable, so we go and say, like, you know, we, if we change in church, we go and say, like, we're just church shopping. The, need, the church then they meets my needs or my family needs. But how you go church shopping of what the Spirit on you needs? We are renewing as a church multi-agnet. What does that mean? That, no, we, we're not one race. We're, we're, we're all one body. We come and preach sing and we all just good oh it means that we're open for god's spirit to lead not in one way not in a culture way but more like in a spiritual way and it is hard because it's hard to explain that but i would like to see more churches be led by the spirit of god not be led by a pastor. It is easy for us to express our human emotions like anger, sadness, and understanding the spirit is even harder because that's not our own emotions, that's God's emotions that we see in the text. How much more do we can do when we understand the Holy Spirit? Because the understanding the Holy Spirit is understanding God's mind. And I'm not talking about literally, literally mind, God's mind, but I'm talking about what He wants, what He needs, what He is giving us, the knowledge that He has given us. Understanding on a human level, love, grace, and trust, but you all... You will never understand 
the universe in reality around you fully and profoundly and deeply unless the Spirit of God reveals it. And I want to finish with that because we can research, we can comprehend a lot of things, a lot of human things, biology, uh, the space, the earth, everything. We have that here. But we won't understand any of that unless we have the Holy Spirit. Nothing of that. Do you have the last uh, acts? Yeah. So I would like you, everybody, to read that aloud. That'd be good. And I want to ask you, you don't have to respond, how would that be in your life? How would you have that and represent that in you? Serve the Lord with great humility and with tears in the midst of the trails that comes to you every time even when we're having a hard time to remember that and I should, you know, continue in Spanish because now that I'm realizing it and we're connected to the Holy Spirit you would understand everything I'm saying. <laughs> Solamente en español para la próxima. There's so many ways. There's so many things we can do. There's so much we can know about the Holy Spirit. And, and honestly, it is not what I was focusing on when I started this because I wanted to talk about Paul and I wanted to talk about so much more. But I, I felt like the Holy Spirit, we need to understand the Holy Spirit. So let us just ask God for that this morning. And we'll see next time that the things are different because we want to live a life led by the Holy Spirit. Just remember that verse Acts huh. let us go from this place wanting to know the Holy Spirit better and let us try to live a life led by the Spirit of God let us go in peace Thank mm -hmm. you.